Forget the fucking you and metronome. the goddamn metronome. Goddamn fucking metronome. click track for podcast. Goddamn effing Christ. I can do a podcast at 320 beats per minute. Can you? No. Speaking of podcasts, thank you everybody for listening. Welcome back. Hello. Heavy metal over six back. Except for you. Except for you, that one person back there. Screw you. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. But they can't take this message because they're not here. All right. So today's goal is we're gonna drink a bunch of beer. We're gonna talk about like some music related items and you're gonna listen and be fucking entertained yay do enough it. of the pleasantries let's proceed do it heavy metal headlines okay so for today's first heavy metal headline let's see Jay, what do you want to do? Do you want to do some? Uh, do you want to do some uh, cool Slipknot announcements, or do you want to do some Megadeth stories? Jay, uh, <laughs> clear. What's better? Ooh. All right. Well, I'm gonna start where I wanted to, to, to avoid the dead air. So Slipknot has announced the release of their date for the 2019 album. <laughs> Yay. Uh, they are playing with Volbeat, I believe, at one of their... They is, are. Knotfest cool. is rolling this year. Yeah, because it wasn't it supposed to be the end of it? Well, Knotfest is usually like a one, like a one-off. Right. Like they have like a one thing, and not it's usually... Fest. It's a sound. Knotfest. Knotfest. <laughs> As opposed to like, I, I is there... I is, mean, is, there are is, so is many different ways I can go with that. Like just a like, fest full of people making knots? Dude, Knotfest has been Knotfest for like the last like 10, Festival, uh, you 10 know, 15 years, man. All like, the best garlic knots. <laughs> I like that better. They usually they usually have a... So it's, called, <laughs> it's actually called the Knotfest Roadshow. So like the Antique Roadshow? No, the Knotfest Roadshow. Yeah, like the Antique Roadshow. Yeah. But it's a roadshow <laughs> yeah. because they're actually taking it on the road now. Uh, okay, so it's almost like a tour, essentially. Yeah, so... But not a tour. Uh, well, it is a tour. I, I feel like we're saying the same thing, but differently. This suit is black, not. Well, it is black, is but black. it's not black. But it's kind of this, black this, this with a black. This is what happens when I'm not in the studio. You guys argue, and not me and Marcus. <laughs> this this suit is black, not. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit, Phone J. <laughs> phone J. <Jay. laughs> <laughs> hey, he, you explain it to my $800 U joint. <laughs> Do it. You did, you did what to your joint? Uh, Are you smoking a joint? Shit. Is that what you said? Did Bob Kraft just get arrested for uh, that? Uh, yeah, that, uh, that's, that's something <laughs> no, else. Got, Bob Kraft got, got arrested. Right, don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. I didn't mean to go there with it. So anyway. It's hard to so, masturbate with that many rings in your hand. So, I get it. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Dude, uh, we digress. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> oh, fucking Christ. That was good. That was awesome. Good job. Well, I'm not even drinking. Well, well, anyway, the Knotfest Roadshow. 
is actually going to uh, fe- it actually features uh, Slipknot obviously as a headliner. It has Volbeat, Behemoth, and uh, Gojira. Yeah, it's, it's quite a mixed bag. It's not. I don't know. That's pretty. That's, that's yeah. That feels to me like a pretty good time. Like heavy, heavy. I mean, yeah, like uh, and it, like a little I, vo- a little. Hey! Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then like some some like the energy will be high the whole, oh, yeah, the whole show. Oh yeah, for sure. So. Um, got a good variety. Of they people. actually they actually come to New England. I believe it's I want to say it's August twenty. Yes, my brother's going. Son of a bitch. I wish I had money. <laughs> I really do. Don't we all? Yeah, I, like I, I wish I had like so much money. But so August twenty fifth, yeah, they're coming around to New England. But um, so uh, August 9th is going to be the release of the uh, brand new Slipknot album, which is currently unnamed. Hmm. But. It will also be available as a digital download for every pair of tickets purchased online for the Knotfest 2019. Oh, that's kind of neat. That is kind of neat. So, yeah. Like, so, like swag when you go, you know, to like an event. Which doesn't mean anything to like those of us that have like streaming services because I can just listen to it like no matter what. <laughs> right. Like to be realistic. <laughs> I, I, I have purchased, but it's always good to have a copy of something with something. So, yeah. Tickets go on sale, by the way, Free Friday, March 8th, it is. which is tomorrow, Correct. which you guys are going to hear this probably last week Yes. or next week. So it would be last week. The tickets went on sale. So if you're listening to this now, <laughs> you probably can't get tickets in Fest. Rocho. That just makes me, think, it makes me think of Spaceball. So like, Do is actually this is now. Do con- now, like five minutes ago. Do concerts actually sell out like they used to? Like, is like one of those things if you're not there in like the first like 30 minutes? Oh, sure. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Like you oh, get yeah. Hosed. Oh, yeah. Depending upon the show. I mean, it's probably not as, like, intense as you'd think, like, you know, next day. But they, they do. You know what I mean? I remember there was a time where if you weren't online in, like, the first 10 minutes of them going on sale, like, you missed out. Yeah. And if you were well, outside that right first 10 minutes, the... you had dog shit seats. Yeah, I think right now the big struggle is getting the VIP tickets, like the backstage yeah. tickets. Who the Same. fuck can afford that bullshit? Like, <laughs> you know. But those are the big deal. Like, those are the ones that... Like, like what would you say to them? For, you know? Like, hey, man. Hey. Hey. You're that guy that I know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I have this I have this thing where I feel. Yeah. And you know what? I, I honestly couldn't say unless I was actually in the situation, but I have, like, this thing where I, I treat people like they're human beings. Right. So if another person, like, walks across the room, like, hey, nice to meet you. What's up? My name's Marcus. You're blah, blah, blah. Cool. Sweet. I have nothing else to talk to you about because I have no idea who you are otherwise. Right. It's going to be like, oh, did you see the flowers outside? Because you like flowers, but you don't know that. Uh, I you mean, might let, be allergic and could an die. Asshole. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's be serious. You guys have all heard my heard my interviews by now. Like, right. the, the fuck am I going to ask an artist? Right. Like, exactly. But especially when we kind of know some of the answers. But like, so are you guys in a band? <laughs> what, kind so. of music, what kind of music do you play? Would you guys? Would consider- I like it? Should I listen to it? You know, it actually brings up a funny point because, like, there was a concert that they were giving out. Like, you could actually, like, Disturbed just came around. Yes. Disturbed in Three Days Grace just came around, and like one of the contests that they had was you could actually walk Disturbed out to their stage. Kind of weird. Why the <laughs> fuck would that be fun? Does he need like special care? Is well, I mean, you gotta like, well, get backstage. Something Draymond's at Well, old. no, like where, where am I gonna watch the, watch the show from? Like a cool spot? I don't give a fuck about what, being in front of them. Like while we walk down a dark hallway that nobody can see. Well, my like, guess is with something like that, like you probably like just off to the side. I mean, that would be cool if you could hang out on the side. That'd be yeah. Yeah, but the other thing that is, is like guess. you're you're 
the, the whole thing is like you're leading them on stage. You're doing something that they've done like a gazillion times in their life. You're they're doing like, something that they pay other people to do. And they're like, what the fuck is this, is this dipshit doing in front of us? Like, oh, if you pay this, buy these tickets, you can put my drum set together. I'm like, wait a I minute. Know. To me, it just, it just <laughs> sounded, it just sounded like a dumbass. I don't know. Call me, call me biased, but whatever. Or, bi hmm. or call me stupid or crazy or whatever. Call you coconut milk. All right, so that all started with the uh, the the brand new album. So it's gonna be August 9th, guys. Not so where uh, I thought for, you were going with that. For for Slipknot. Yeah. Do you want me to go again? Or are you good? Now? I want to go after you go again. You want me to go again? I want you to go again. <laughs> all right, here we go. Megadeth and Heavy Metal published 35th anniversary graphic novel with All Star creators. This, Still not the science guy. Um, this story comes from us, bleedingcool.com. <clears throat> Sounds viable. Wait, you're bleeding cool, man. <laughs> my refrigerator? My cool, cool. Tell you what, it's got it's it's some, it some pretty kick-ass artwork. But, uh, so it may be the greatest album, uh, so I, I'll read verbatim. This came out March 7, 2019. It uh, may be the greatest album that's today. Hey! This came out. I have no idea what the hell is going on right now. Well, it may be the today. greatest album of titles since Christy McCall's Electric Landlady, but Megadeth's upcoming 35th anniversary ultimate greatest hits record, Warheads on Foreheads, will be accompanied by something hmm. brand new. With Heavy Metal Magazine, they are putting out a 350-page graphic novel. Okay, graphic anthology, rather. Featuring new comic book stories okay. by some very familiar names inspired by the songs in the album. Album. <clears throat> The graphic anthology is titled Death by Design, and Bleeding Cool has the exclusive news both on the graphic novel and who's working on it, so we'll we'll link this, obviously. But yeah, I'm man. more concerned that they took a word like warhead and was like, dude, we got to find something that rhymes with that. Like, ah, forehead. And, like, they could have kind of picked anything or did it have to rhyme. It's just weird. I guess I feel like that was a weird decision. All right, so obviously, like, you guys can't see us see the the graphics i can but i mean <laughs> it looks like every other megadeth cover let's go what's his name there i don't know the artwork's pretty badass man I'm, I'm just, oh yeah i mean like the comic stuff looks cool but i mean like the the front of it is literally like every other megadeth one and it's got being, bullets in that guy being somebody who actually so like just full disclosure I actually don't own any graphic I novels was, i thought his name was eddie or something like that no that's uh, iron maiden is eddie is it? Yep. Okay. I forget uh, something. I know he's got isn't a name. Death Rattle or something like that? Something, I don't uh, he's got some weird ass name. Anyway, sorry. Pardon. The problem. The problem is my 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 never ending like budget that I always like refer to like be, like having no money. Like I think graphic <laughs> novels are like some of the coolest <laughs> shit like ever. Like I actually like comic books. I like graphic novels, but I don't have the money to go out and like just like dish out like fifty bucks to get them. But the artwork in this one, the artwork in this one, especially for a, a 350 page anthology, like I don't know what the cost is on this because it didn't, it didn't. Uh, you're it. probably looking at 75 bucks. Yeah, I would. Yeah. 75 to 150. Easily, easily, especially for that many, that big of a, but, a read. But it well, actually, it actually looks. It's pretty, heavy metal. It's an anthology. It's got it's mega death written on it. It actually I looks mean, pretty friggin' badass. Yeah. Like this, this thing, this thing looks like killer, like. Would, I mean, obviously, it, would you say it would put a warhead on your forehead? <laughs> yeah. Well, heavy metal magazine 
like is is all about this this mashup of sex and comics and rock and roll and sci-fi fantasy and why don't we have a subscription um, to this heavy metal magazine <laughs> right i honestly i thought they had stopped making it like it was huge in the 80s and 90s all right well i'm looking into um, i'm looking into it i'm gonna charge it to our account <laughs> good luck can that can that bounce because it will well, it's been bouncing, but like once this, once we <laughs> turn keep this, buying shit what, with this zero bank account. Once we turn this shit around, it goes profitable. We're all getting paid back. Big. Patreon.com forward slash HMOA number six PACK. A lot of uh, big comic book or graphic uh, uh, novel artists did uh, stories and one-offs for heavy metal back in the day. Huh. That's interesting. So who's... I mean, so this is the Megadeth 35th anniversary, obviously, right? Not Heavy Metal Magazine? Like, Megadeth has been... Well, it sounds like they're in conjunction. Like, they're working together. Like, heavy, they're both sponsoring each other. Yeah, it could be. Like, it's the anniversary of Heavy Metal, but Megadeth is, you know, the main group. I mean, which, I mean, works perfectly because it goes right into what... Like- their the kind of their music's all about like what would you call that would that be a truck or a car a batmobile that's a uh i believe it is called a space mcgoggin truck mobile okay mm-hmm. let's go with it yeah all right so that's, that's that texas plates that's my uh new jersey can't oh god <laughs> oh no <laughs> It's got a weird orange tint, too. I thought that uh, was... muffins. We digress. All right, should I continue, or are you ready? I'm, I'm, I'm good. Go, 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 go. Uh, get fast relief for your attention. Oh, no, that's an ad. Sorry, for one. Um, so... <laughs> I thought we, I thought this we were going to talk... brought to you by... I thought we said we were done talking about Rob Craft. <laughs> yeah, we get him. <laughs> um, Preparation H. Not, great, now we just want Chinese food. Fantastic. Anyway, because uh, I said preparation H. No, because <laughs> is it weird that my mind went to a dirty place when I when I walked past a uh, a uh, day spa at a strip mall earlier? Probably. Okay, just curious. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a Patriots fan, by the way. So just saying, we can <laughs> laugh about it up here in New England. Uh, Fuck you uh, and your petition, bitches. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. I digress. Uh, um, so there was a three dollar show that went on. This is March 6th. This is from uh, Radio.com. It was uh, shit. This uh, happened already. I believe so. I meant to buy tickets. Uh, oh yeah. Three dollars. So Limp Biscuit teamed up with Marilyn Manson and Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly for their three dollar show. Obviously, the nod to three dollar bill, y'all, was the idea. Um. So Clever. yeah. Yep. Uh, it was at the Trabador nightclub in West Hollywood, California, with the original lineup for the shockingly low price of three dollars. Uh, tickets sold out, like, pretty quickly, obviously. Uh, yeah. So, I'm going to read uh, verbatim here. But the low price ticket wasn't the most surprising thing that happened tonight. The audience got a treat to see Marilyn Manson, who had just come from the dentist, because that's important, I guess. Uh, the Smashing Pumpkins frontman Billy Corgan in the crowd as well. Uh, so, these are some of the uh, Instagram kind of uh, things that people are doing. Uh $3 bill so far exceeded my expectations. The band covered Heart Shaped Box while Fred sang it with Marilyn Manson as Billy Corgan and Mike Muir watched. Uh, also, David Fincher was sitting behind him. 
I so they pretty they much just get in the, the console of their car to pay for their tickets. Yeah, they probably just like all hung out. Like they would just like, uh, yeah. And then Machine Gun Kelly uh, did a uh, high energy duet with uh, Limp Bizkit from of my generation. Um, and obviously, like I said, the three dollar thing was their '97 uh, debut album, album Three Dollar Bill, y'all. I thought this was kind of funny, kind of neat. They just kind of hung out and did. Like actually, yeah, show and... I actually saw that story, and I was just like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." They used to do the free thing, like they used to do like the rooftops on like on yeah, yeah. like in uh, in uh, Boston. They just took all the bands that aren't relevant anymore and put them in a nightclub. Well, a lot of the bands that they used to in Boston was just tour under like different names. Well, Jay, uh, you should you you must even remember like these things. Like they used to actually announce on like AF like early in the morning. It's like okay, Limbiscuit is going to be somewhere. Details are going to be released at about approximately 10:15 a.m. And the whole oh, idea sure. was will... they would have like thousands and thousands of kids just like rush to the nah. city like with like their little like FM radios like in their headsets and like one thing. Right, it's, like, it was I just all need, sponsored I just... by AF. <laughs> but and then what would happen is they would announce the location. You would go there. There'd be like the setup, like on a rooftop, and like they'd be able to get like 25, 30 minutes of a set in before like oh, yeah. the cops actually yep. came in and be like, "Okay, this is ridiculous. Like, there's so many fucking people. Like, break this shit up. <laughs> like, yeah. get out of here." Yeah. I think Fred. Well, before, I think Fred Durst in this area has been arrested like two or three times. Really? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> For said solicitation of, like, you know, having a public <laughs> event without like a permit, kind of a thing. Yeah. Dude, that's a good time. I don't care what anybody says. All right, so I'm going to break. Let's see, I prefer it a little more low-key. Like, you know, where... That's how I like our... Steven Tyler, you know, Aerosmith, they just, like, they play a set under a different name. And if you happen to be out that night, you got to see Aerosmith play at a local club. Right. I've heard I've heard that, like, they do that a lot. Like, it's... I like I like like, I like I like running a muck on like Boylston Street in Boston. That's fun. Oh, you know one of those things is like, oh, there's a band called I don't know, like Fish Stick Nunchuck Holder, and you're like, oh, I, you know, I'm in the area. I'll I'll walk in and pay four dollars, and you find it's fucking, you know, Metallica, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's cool. That's kind of neat. Okay, so I'm gonna interrupt this episode. I'm gonna introduce some music. This is gonna be from our fr- our friends over at Inverse Records. Inverse Records. Uh, these guys are called. I'm so sorry, I don't have my notes right in front of me. Hold on, I used to. Okay, this is gonna be Mariana's Rest. The song is called Restitution. Uh, we will link obviously all of their uh, their contact info with like their one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different Instagrams. This album actually doesn't come what? out until April 26th of 2019. These guys consider themselves the ambassadors of Melancholy. Mariana's Rest returns in April with their second full-length album, Ruins, originating from Kotka, the true metal capital of Finland. Uh, Mariana's Rest brings you lead heavy riffs and a mood to slash your wrists to. That's how they they actually describe themselves. Um, Right to the point, huh? The, uh, the the song actually doesn't sound as as brutal as it as brutal as they uh, describe it. Like I actually really like the song. This is uh, Restitution by Mariana's Rest.
No love was left. All earth was but one thought, and that was death. Immediate and inglorious. Coolest ending of a song ever. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, come on, Myth. Tell me that was not cool. That was cool. That was cool. Yes. That was a good song. Yeah, great song. I enjoyed it. I like it. I don't feel like I have to slip my wrist though, because I just want to like, just keep listening to that song. <laughs> I have other things to do. All right, so like I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my Maybe Dave. Later. Mis- I'm gonna stick to my Dave Mustaine and Megadeth stories. Jay. Dun, dun, dun. Jay, tell me. What do you think would happen if Dave Mustaine actually hired Dimebag and Vinnie Paul from Megadeth and Pantera never existed? How how would the world look today? Damage plan. <laughs> would we be better off the, in the world, or would we be? That's that's an interesting thing. I think honestly, <laughs> I think with Dave Mustaine's ego, I think that Dimebag. And Vinnie Paul, like, I, I think they leave after one or two albums. No, I feel like Dave would, would try to take, like, the lead guitar part. Maybe we don't maybe. have Pantera, but we have something else with those, with, a, with those two. Um, well, courtesy, courtesy of an have, article written on March 2nd by uh, Metal Injection, uh, <laughs> Dave Mustaine recalls almost hiring Dimebag and Vinnie Paul for Megadeth in 1988. Almost? And I will, uh, I will read this uh, first couple of paragraphs verbatim. Uh, 1988, Megadeth, who would release their third record, So Far, So Good, So What? And Pitera would release their fourth record, Power Metal, though that's as far as the timeline would have gone, as far as our familiarity, if Dave Mustaine didn't just hire drummer Nick Menza. In a new interview with the Tampa Bay Times, Mustaine says he asked Pantera guitarist Dimebag Daryl to join Megadeth in 1988 which Dimebag would have done only if he could take his brother and drummer, Vinnie Paul, along with him. The deal didn't quite work out, and everyone went on to be legends anyway. So the fact that Mustaine hired Nick Menza before asking Dimebag Daryl to join Megadeth was the wall that... First off, what the fuck small world bullshit is this? Like, all these freaking legends are just, like, hanging around each other? Like, just, like, floating around? Like, hey, you! You're cool. Uh, that's how it happened back in the day. Right. I mean, when you actually look at who played with who and who went to school with who, like, you realize that a lot of these guys knew each other. It was a whole network. What's actually interesting is like one of the questions that that was uh, highlighted in this out in this article was uh, were you and Dimebag Daryl and um, asking Dave Mustaine this is were you and Dimebag Daryl into each other's gear? Did you have different philosophies on the instruments you played? And uh, Mustaine's answer was I did not. He may have because he was a better guitar player than I am and he was much more into that stuff. <laughs> Being a, a band leader, guitar player, rhythm player, lead player, blah blah blah. I don't have the ability to spend as much time working on my solos as I'd like to. But I'm also very uh, saturated with what I've done in my career, which that, that actually, I, yeah. found, I found that comment fascinating. I thought Mustaine was the lead. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's as honest and actually amiable as you're gonna get Dave Mustaine to talk about another uh, musician. Right. But yeah, so. Megadeth and Pantera could have had a completely different face if 
Dave Mustaine had not just hired Nick Menza. It's like, wow. I, 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 I kind of want to go to the alternate universe and hear that album at least once. It would be interesting, definitely. I, I, fi- I find it... I, See, yeah, I'm at I'm at a crossroads with that. It's like, would one just be like better and the other worse, or? That's one of those things. I mean, like any any you know musician who's, who's passed way before their time. Like, what would what would it be now? Like, would they be playing now? Would that even be a thing? Like, would it actually you know work? I don't know. I mean, you cannot. All we can do is hypothesize, but yeah, I mean, essentially, I think it would have led would have, would have led to some interesting. I mean, would Dimebag uh, have been a have di- been a DJ? Divergent paths. Would he be be a DJ right now? Fucking doing EDM, you know? You don't know. <laughs> Honestly, he'd probably be uh, <clears throat> play, you know, uh, on Metallica status. No, I'm sure. Like the big stadiums and the whole nine yards. So Jay, kind oh, of, yeah. kind of off the cuff and like kind of off topic a little bit. Like, what, what, what are you expecting from the uh, from the new Megadeth? I tend to not try and expect anything out of Megadeth. Well, let's say you had to, um, because like we're a, we're a talk radio and like we're, we're trying to appease the fans of said talk radio. I hope for a. A relevant album. Um, I think nope. Megadeth does very well when they stay on topic. Um, what if Megadeth I phrase, does? What, what if I phrase it this political way? Political metal very well. I mean, in the right Where time it's, frame, it's, I didn't mean yeah. to, I didn't mean to try to cut you off earlier, but w- would you say that like um, like. Would you say Megadeth like tries to modernize a little bit and try to like kind of like go I with the trends? They, I think they have continued to modernize through every album, and I haven't really liked every single like update. But they see. Did you like Megadeth that time where they put out the disco cart. song? Even that disco song, man. Just curious. I, I'm fa- I'm a fan of bands trying any different thing. Um, hell, the first album I made you guys listen to was Mr. Bungle, so. Yeah, and we've never been the same since. <laughs> exactly. All right, Aunt brother, you ready? It's the way yes, it should sir. be. All right. That's all I have for Megadeth stories, so I'm not going to talk about Megadeth anymore. That's a lot of Megadeth talk for, for a Marcus type. <laughs> Yes. O- overwhelming amount. They're good stories, though. Mm-hmm. And I like graphic novels. Maybe we can all pitch in. Maybe we can all share this graphic novel. Uh, so we have what? Kiss's final tour, too. Right? Their final, 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 final tour. Final, yeah. final. Uh, so Nikki Six uh, is calling out Kiss. I love this movie. I love this article. Accusing them of stealing Molly Crew stage production. The finale, to be specific, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Uh, so, let's see. Um, the Twitter war in this is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Six is called out, kissing social media, accusing them of ripping up Molly Crew's stage production, which we just said again. 
Um, they played the Forum in Los Angeles Saturday night, and prior to the show, Six posted a um, posted a still from Crew's final tour from 2014/15 on Instagram with the caption, "If you want to see an exact reenactment of this, go to the Los Angeles Forum tonight." Uh, so it looks like yeah, he was he was the the, the big spoon in the stirring pot. Uh, and then Six later posted a composite image showing him being carried above the crowd on a crane, and one of the kiss base, one of the kiss bases. That sounds stupid. Uh, Gene Simmons. Why don't you just say Gene Simmons? Why is he one of the kiss bases? Whatever. Uh, doing something similar. Uh, what you ha- what you have to actually do? I don't think I'm sorry. I'm cutting everybody off today. I just wanna I just wanna be heard. If you actually watch the videos that are out there for like the Motley Crew finale. That have like that like have like these descriptions, and then you watch the kiss one. It's like, huh? Like it's so strikingly similar. It's actually comical. Uh, uh, Six actually said, um, "Wow, our body wasn't even cold before they took the exact grand uh, grand finale from our tour." Might not matter to Kiss fans, but it does to Crew fans. I dug the music when I was a little kid, and it was cool to co-headline together a few years. But this disappoints me. Anyway, onwards and upwards. This is the same Kiss tour. Like they're being actually accused of like lip syncing in the whole nine yards too, isn't it? Aren't they? Like uh, hasn't that, no, been, that like, doesn't surprise me. Hasn't that been, hasn't that been an accusation for this one? I'm sure. Like, I'm not 100 percent sure. But uh, I mean, this isn't the first time that Six has a had a pop at uh, Kiss. Uh, spat between them in 2016 after Simmons referred to Prince's death as self-inflicted and pathetic. Six responded by urging the Kiss bassist to call it a day. Jeez, I'm just a dick. I mean, yeah, he really is. Oh, he's a super dick. He, he's uh, he's such he's such a he's such a penis wrinkle. It's not even funny. God, I haven't known him so long. He's <laughs> an ego maniacal hemorrhoid. <laughs> um, six later, softened his stance, telling Loudwire Knights, "Gene's a very opinionated man. So am I." I'll be honest with you. I think we just kind of look like a bunch of old women fighting at this point. Uh, so, um, yeah, so they, uh, going off the Molly Crew thing, they do have their, uh, the dirt, uh, March 22nd. It's their, uh, biopic. Is that how you would say that? Yes. Um, which, um, yeah, I, a- I brought this up earlier. Um, Machine Gun Kelly plays Tommy Lee, and from what I've understood, he actually plays all the drum parts himself because he evidently he's fairly talented in the uh, on the throne. So yeah, so we get the the old old guys fighting it out, you know, uh, a brawl in the old people home, if you must. <laughs> Nikki Six looks phenomenal for his age, though. You know, I actually saw him with. Uh, you know what? Most of Motley Crue, given what they've all been through, except the, the like, guitars. Holy, like, but even still. But I mean, like, he's looked dead since day one. Most of them should so, be dead. Nick, no, Nick, be Nicky dead, Six should be dead. They're doing all right. And I actually, I actually really enjoy Nicky Six. He does a, um, he actually does a radio program. Like, I, I can't remember. The Heroin uh, Diaries. Anyway, that's the book. I don't know if it's the same. His solo stuff wasn't horrible. I, I'm trying to remember if he's on XM Six Radio. Six AM's okay. If, if he's on them. if he's on XM radio or if he's on actual FM radio, but that's despite the point. Like he actually does a, like a, still a pretty cool like a radio. You show. know what's funny though is when I when I saw them with six AM, like he looks exactly the fucking same. 
The same outfit, the leather pants, like the whole nine yards. Like he looks exactly the same. Does he play drums in six hand? No, he plays bass still. Oh, he's a bass. Nicky Six, the bass player. Uh, I'm You're sorry. thinking Tommy Lee. Yes, I am. Tommy Lee's the drummer. I've apparently drank way too much already today. You know, if I if I played drums yeah. half naked and flew over the crowd, I could be famous too. Uh, you know, <laughs> hey, if you have a penis the size of an anaconda. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I mean, Jesus. It's a Marilyn Manson dildo on the wall over there. Um. Yeah, and, it, and it's blushing looking and thinking about Tommy Lee. I'm pretty sure he drove his boat with it, right? Jay, why do you know this? I didn't know that. I didn't know this so much information. Okay. Why do you know this information? If, if, if you what have you been 90s, Googling? How do you not know it? Hey, right. What have you been Googling, sir? Uh, what's your name? Dude. The Tommy Lee sex tape was like Tommy Lee Pamela Anderson sex tape was like the fucking insane during the nineties. Looks like he was swinging about? his hips at a bag full of balloons. Wait, Pamela Anderson was in that video with somebody else? Really? I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, she, she was. She. It was her in the tattoo tripod. <laughs> <laughs> the tattoo tripod. He's sick, bastard. <laughs> Touche. Anyway, so I know this is a story about Kiss, but like we can all probably agree, like probably like a movie review, like when Dirt comes out. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. So also speaking of movie reviews, I'll segue right into like this one. Right. So Brad Pitt is to produce a documentary about Chris Cornell's life. <laughs> uh, I stole this. Uh, I stole this article off of a WWF radio. Okay. Wow. Uh, legendary Soundgarden audio slave frontman Chris Cornell is continuing to be celebrated for his talent contributions to music after an unforgettable, unforgettable tribute concert and post-humanist Grammy win. Post-humanist. Oh, that was a word. Oh, we can all just make up words now. Um, as reported by Variety, the film about Connell's life will be produced by his widow, Vicky Cornell. Vicky will work alongside Brad Pitt and Peter Berg's production company. Film 45. This is weird. So that's actually... Okay, so this article actually, like, excited me. So, like, his widow is going to co-produce this. Hmm. So, like, well, you know, when you, when, you, should, when you watch these biopics and, like, these documentaries and, like, whatnot, you always, like, wonder about the authentic, like, authenticity right. of them. If his widow is going to actually produce... And actually have like somebody like with like some like film cred like like a Brad Pitt kind of a thing like like dude it's like this is gonna be awesome. Well, let's like with, with the uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody, you had the rest of Queen actually in the production process, which right. had the authentic <laughs> authenticity of it. You know what I mean? Right, but they still they still kind of rearranged some of the facts in like Bohemian Rhapsody, which well, I'm they not just saying they just shortened it essentially. Well, as an example, like he wasn't. And spoil, well, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie, he didn't discover he had AIDS before the Live Aid concert. Oh, yes, yes, that, that is So, true. like, they kind of quickened that yes, process yes. kind of a thing. And, like, so, like, in the movie, they kind of felt like that's why they got together to play the Live Aid, where that's not exactly... No, so, they, they kind of, like... Which I'm not saying that they're still not going to do this, with because obviously... With any movie they, like that, they dramatize it, you know? They have to. Some, some parts I mean, of life may not be as a documentary... Like, it, right. where we're talking a movie or a documentary. It like wasn't there difference. completely for knowledge, essentially. 
but I get it. I get excited about this article because, like, Chris Cornell, not that, I mean, um, Freddie Mercury was obviously a very interesting character. Chris Cornell, very interesting human being. And not necessarily, like, public eye interesting human being. Like, he wasn't... He wasn't flashy by any means. No, he wasn't flashy. So, like, this is going to be cool to, like, maybe kind of see. It's like a deep dive a little bit. You're going to you're gonna get, like, that that like that Kurt Cobain effect. Like, everybody felt like you were, like, a part of, like, Kurt Cobain. But you never really knew Kurt Cobain. Right. But, like, we might actually get something from this, like, with this, like, biopic or documentary or whatever they're calling it. Because you have his widow that's going to be there to like offer facts, Brad Pitt to actually offer like the screen. It's, this is going to be like an exciting like little little flick, I think. And to my knowledge, I mean, it's like a very tragic story. Like Chris Chris Cornell dealt with a lot of demons, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he did, but you know, you you take those things and like you dra- you dramatize them in like the right way, and you actually like put them out there. And I mean, that, sometimes that's oh, like, sure. That's well, a, that's, that's why I'm interested thing. to see it because it's you know he, unlike a lot of a lot of other rock stars that had similar demons, like he kept it to himself, you know. And I mean, I think I I think moving like forward, like even this episode, like we're gonna like talk about more, but like the last couple of years has like been unbelievable. Like the epidemic. When oh it yeah. Comes to mm-hmm. The 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 rock stars and the demons and the depressions and it it almost it almost makes us it almost makes one wonder why he would want to be in said profession. <laughs> right. But I'm still in. Yeah, it could be interesting. At AKD Ben. What? <clears throat> I know selfish promotion. I'm sorry. Um. Shameless, so my, my last one, uh, we, we unfortunately have another death in our um, what's the word? C- music family, I guess, technically. Family, community, yeah. everyone to roll. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, music the, world. Yeah. Um, so the frontman of uh, The Prodigy, uh, Keith Flint, I believe Monday, um, was found dead, uh, 49 years old. Um... The bandmate uh, Liam Howlett says the singer took his own life, unfortunately. Let's see. Um, so the band, uh, the band's Liam Howlett actually confirmed the news on Instagram, uh, saying the news is true. I can't believe I'm saying this, but our brother Keith took his own life over the weekend. I'm shell-shocked, fucking angry, confused, and heartbroken. Uh, a separate post on their Facebook added, uh, it's, it is with uh, deepest shock and sadness that we can confirm the death of our brother and best friend Keith Flint, a true pioneer, innovator, and legend. You be forever missed. Um, so, Essex police were called to the singer's home in Dunmow, Essex, earlier this morning, which would be Monday. Um, let's see. With a spokesman for Essex police telling The Guardian, <clears throat> uh, quote, We were called to concerns for the welfare of a man at an address in Brook Hill, North End, uh, just after 8.10 a.m. on Monday. Uh, we attended, and sadly, a 49-year-old man was pronounced dead on the scene. Uh, his next of kin had been informed that death is not being treated as suspicious, and a file will be prepared for the coroner. So, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, another suicide. And they weren't, um, they weren't inactive by any means. Like, they were actually oh, yeah, set was... to go on tour. Like, mm-hmm, they were still playing. Um, they were actually supposed to come, like, to this area, I believe. It was either the, uh... 
It's either the end of March or uh, early May. Like it's one of the one of those months to start with them. May March. That's what I said. One of those months. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's unfortunate. I mean, um, so when I had my my last car, it had the the subwoofers in it, and I had the album Fat of the Land um, by the Prodigy, yeah. and that one was like the best bass album. Oh, and my car would fucking explode oh, every Pro- time. Prodigy was balls, man. Oh yeah. It was like like I I like I I loved them. Like mm-hmm. they they were they were great and like I have I have a little bit of like that but like I kinda like the techno like kinda It was it was it was cool. It was There's some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um so in in uh, continuation of this I picked well, I didn't pick, but we used our, our uh we should get these guys to sponsor us. But the top 10s um, <laughs> website, uh, I have grabbed the top 10 uh, Prodigy songs. Um, so I'll start with 10 here. Uh, stand Up. Um, quotes here. Wait, number one is Firestarter. That's no, my guess. Incorrect. Actually, Stand Up is number one. Oh. No, it's 10. Oh, I'm sorry. It's number 10. Going from the bottom up. I'm going to shut up now. Started from the bottom, now we're bottom. here. Okay. Yep. Um... So, some quotes for stand-up. Uh, best five minutes of my highly eventful life. Slap this on your house party. Uh, a different but an amazing song. So, yeah, stand-up. Uh, number nine. Uh, cl- uh, I don't know how you would say this. Charlie? Uh, that seems too easy, but it's, it's C-H-A-R-L-Y. Which I feel like is probably said differently. Yeah, I'm going to say Charlie. Yeah, uh, go with Charlie. <laughs> go unfortunately. Um, it's so funky. The top ten doesn't contain any classics. That's weird. Um, so uh, Charlie is number nine. Number eight is Out of Space, which honestly I don't think I know any of these songs. Unfortunately, uh, number seven is Take Me to the Hospital, which interesting. Uh, See, I would I kind of expect this from a band like Prodigy. Yeah, they're fucking weird though. Like like all their music videos creep me out. Uh, and all their best stuff would be stuff that never got played. Right. Uh, number six, Voodoo People. Number seven. Yep, uh, I'm sorry. That number one. five, that Invaders. Invaders Must Die. Um, number four, and I have a funny story behind this song. So off uh, Fat of the Land, this song, uh, Smack My Bitch Up, which I believe is the first song on the album. I could be wrong. Anyway, so when I was younger, my father liked to tell me that words and songs were different words. Because they were bad words. <laughs> so this song smacked my bitch up. Because you know how how in, in some songs the words don't sound directly as the, the actual words. He told me it was snap my picture. <laughs> so here I go and buy this album. You're a fibber. Buy, oh. the, buy this album. I'm looking for snap my picture. I don't fucking see it. Fucking this. And I was like, <laughs> did I get the wrong one? I'm like getting nervous. And then the first song, Smack My Bitch Up, and uh, I'm like, you asshole. You uh, you uh, giant, round, suctioning asshole. Anyway. I was, just, I was just saying, Smack My Fish Up. Smack My Fish smack Up. My fish up. <laughs> Take that, you tuna whore. <laughs> uh, so that's number four, Smack My Bitch Up. Number three, Jason, is Firestarter. Damn. Uh, number two is Breathe, oh. which is probably okay. yeah, yeah. probably one of my favorites. Damn. Very good tune. Um... Number one is actually Omen, hmm. which is weird because I don't think I've heard that song. Um, 
fed of the land, dude. Like, uh, Breathe, you have Smack My Bitch Up. Um, Diesel Power is one of my favorites. That's a solid album. Um, was it uh, Funky Shit or something like that? That one's good. My favorite one is actually uh, Serial Thriller, which is like number 12 on the album. It's like one of the last ones. I'd say that was a quintessential like 90s album. But then you had Firestarter, and there was another one which had fire in it. I don't remember what it was called. But... Spitfire, that's it. That was a good I, one I remember the up. I remember the uproar for Smack My Bitch Up. Yeah. Funky shit, I was right. But yeah, so that's uh, a little top 10 for the unfortunate guys that in the video still is. That video weird. is still fucked up. They're, they're all the videos are fucked up. Uh, recipes, brother. Alright, moving on. We interrupt this program for another insertion of music. Go on. So this is also going to come from our uh, our friends over at Inverse Records. This whole this whole episode is going to come from our, our our guys over at Inverse Records across the pond over there in the uh, the uh, yeah somewhere in that. Uh, this band is uh, called Mass Horde. This is coming off the album Trail of Consequences. Um, this is a progressive metal band. This was actually released in February 14th of 2019, so relatively uh, relatively early. Uh, there's one track I really like on this on this album, but I couldn't actually share it with you because, well, it was 18 minutes long. And <laughs> um, yeah, we gotta use our time wisely. So this track is gonna be off of the uh, Trail of Consequence album, but this is Burden. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. 
So if you're progressive metal, does that mean you get better as you go along? <laughs> Hopefully. Because I'm pretty sure like the definition of progressive is to like continuously like go somewhere. So prog, prog rock. Yeah. Not to be confused with pog rock. <laughs> anyway. Very, very popular. Uh, I guess we're gonna move on with to, like today's main event. So is this like a, are you, is a heavy metal over a six pack host smarter than a heavy metal over a six pack host? Is that what we're calling this, Jay? What, what are we doing? Uh, no, the only, the, I just called it, who are you? Okay. Can we, can we play the, the, what is it, that song from uh, Criminal Minds? The, the, the who. <laughs> and we're copyright. Great. <laughs> right, so long story short, we're gonna play a game today. Fuck them. We're gonna play a game. Not that game. That's a different game. And um, like our our, make babies. our our man Jay has actually put this together for us from places unknown. All right. So so let me set this up. Yeah. So please. I'm watching a documentary, and uh, they were talking to Alice, a uh, heavy metal documentary. They were talking to Alice Cooper. And the topic of real names. Who's a really good golfer, by the way. <laughs> Came up. Fantastic golfer. <laughs> golfer, great radio personality. I mean, you know, hey, decent guy. <laughs> it just sounds like he smoked way too many cigarettes. Uh, you know. I'm a golfer. I'm pretty but close it got to me, it it got me to thinking. Yeah, I think it's handicapped. How many different like rock stars and metal stars have stage names? Correct. And so I decided that I would put together a quiz for the two of you to see who knows the real names of these artists better. I can't wait because like now, I'm so bad with names, it's not even funny. But it's okay, I like this. <laughs> so Tom, uh, who? What I'm gonna do is I've broken up, I've broken it up into three different sections. Um, at the first, I will ask you, give you, uh, five different names separately. Um, every time I give you a name, I will give you three choices and you will have to pick what the real name of the artist is. Okay. In the first round with the individual names, each answer will be worth one point each. Each correct answer. Are you keeping score, or do we got to keep score? Uh, I can keep score. I have it set up here if you want. Perfect. You can keep score, too, if you want. What's that and I'll explain the, the interlude part when we oh. get to it. That'll be a little different. All right. But, but this particular part, you'll do this particular part three times. Okay. Okay. So the f first five that I have... <laughs> We're putting in the easy category. We're starting, by the way. Okay. For someone who's not and following along. One, it has begun! One point each. Round one. Fight. Yes! The first round of Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack presents Who Are You? Who are you? Now, for the first easy question. I thought I'd go straight for the, first, <laughs> the easiest one possible. And if you guys can't get this one, Great. I, I think you should stop playing right away. 
psycho. Somatic, attic insane. Don't put that pressure on so, me, Jay. Don't you put number, that pressure on me. Number one, the stage name, Dimebag Daryl. Seriously? Your three choices are Abbott Daryl, Dimebag Jones, or Daryl Abbott. Not to be confused with Indiana Jones, that's his cousin. Correct. It's, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> do we just yell it out? Because I'm going to go with Abbott. That, yeah, I mean, you guys tell me what you're, what you're going to go it's with. Abbott. That's right, I'm pretty sure it's and Abbott. I'm pretty sure it's Abbott Daryl. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay, so your choices are Abbott Daryl, Dimebag Jones, and Daryl Abbott. Well, Daryl Abbott then. I didn't hear the third one I was talking. Because it's Abbott's his last name. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daryl Abbott. Because I'm just... Vinny is a... Yes, I wanted to make sure because if you guys had gotten that wrong <laughs> right off the rip, we were gonna stop. <laughs> well, we have this. Hard, shut it down. I have shut this. Shut it down. I have this hard time where like I'm like distracted by like anything that's like moving in like the room and like you're on the phone. So like and I here I am flailing okay. like one of those inflatable guys at the car wash. I'm like, did I just give these guys a gimme and they fucked it up? <laughs> no. You guys have been drinking too much beer. That's yes. none of your business. <laughs> Yes. I am an adult. No. The correct answer is the correct answer is Daryl Abbott. What is Number Seattle? two. The stage name Marilyn Manson. Yep. Is Marilyn Manson's real name? Oh fuck. Bryce Dickinson. Nope. Charles Monroe. Mm. Or Brian Warner. Brian Warner. Yeah, I'm feeling Brian Warner. And you are both correct. Yep. Okay. Marilyn Manson's real name is Brian Warner. Yeah, I, yeah this game's all right. <laughs> we're, all, we're on easy, man. I know. Number three. Stage name, Jimi Hendrix. Your choices for real name are... James P.V. Henderson, James Marshall Hendricks, or Jim Purvoy Anderson? A, the first one. I'm going to go with James B. P.V. Henderson? Yes. I'm, go I'm, go I'm going James Marshall Hendricks. B. Okay, so Marcus is going with James Marshall Hendricks, and Anthony's going with James P.V. Henderson. Yes. Correct? Yes. Marcus, you are correct. Marcus pulls ahead. America. Man. Three to two. Number four. The stage name is John Bon Jovi. Oh, fuck. Is John Bon... John, John Bon Jovi's real name Jack Mercer, John Francis Bon Jovi, or Johnny Michael Giordano? Uh, B. Say those again, Jay. Jack Mercer, John Francis Bon Giovi, Bon Giovi, Johnny Michael Giordano. Yeah. I actually, I actually don't know this one, so I'm gonna go with B as well because it actually has like Bon Jovi kind of sorted in the name. So <laughs> fair enough. And you are both correct. Thanks, mom. Big Bon Jovi. John fan, Francis so. Bon Giovi is his real name. And the last question in this first round, 
Number five. Stage name Mick Jagger. Is Mick Jagger's real name? <clears throat> Michael William Jogger. Shocker. Mickey Dolan's Jagger. Michael Philip Jagger. I believe C. it's B. I actually believe it's B. I'm gonna go with C. Third, I guess. Alright, so Anthony is picking Michael Philip Jagger. Mm-hmm. And Marcus, you picked Mickey Dolan's Jagger? I believe so, yes. Okay. Anthony is correct. Uh, all right. Mickey all right. Dolan's was from the monkeys. All right, good round. Good round. We're even. You were both tied four to four. Sweet. After the end of the first round, now our first break. <laughs> little little break up in the single artist names. Now, for this break, I'm going to give you the names of four members of a band. You have to guess the band? Or I should say... No, I'll give you the name of the band. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the name of the four um, artists, their stage names. Okay. And I'm going to give you five names. And you have to pick the five, the one name that isn't one okay. of the members. Okay. All I got right. my calculator. Now, I'm ready. For the, for Can the I use the calculator? One. I got my hibiscus. If you'd, if you'd like. All right. <laughs> the, the, before the first band, the band is Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Yep. With members Axl Rose, Slash, Duff McKagan, and Izzy Stradlin. There is a fifth member, but he is not part of this list. That's fine. So, those are the four names. Duff McKagan, Slash, Axl Rose, Izzy Stradlin. Now... I'm going to give you the five real-world names. You have to guess which one isn't one of the band members. William Bruce Rose, Saul Hudson, Francis Xavier Flowers, a sweet name. Jeffrey, sorry, Jeffrey Isbell, and Michael McKagan. Uh, the first one, with the rose at the end. William Bruce Rose? Correct. Do you believe that is the fake name? Yes. The one that is not one of the members? Correct. I'm going with option C, because his name was sweet. The Flowers? Yes. Xavier? Francis Xavier Flowers? Yes. Alrighty. And... Marcus, you would be correct. Who the fuck rocks this joint right now? Woo! Anthony William Bruce Rose is indeed Axel Rose's real name. Okay, yeah, come on, man, Rose. I, I mean, I know, come but on. I feel like that wouldn't be just like. Kind He's of got his cock so far so far up his own ass. It's not even funny. Come on, you stop it. So at the end of our first round, Marcus is in the lead, five to four. That's a very exciting first round, Jay. I'm going to interrupt you if you don't mind. I'm going to interrupt some more music. Interrupt with some more music. Also from our buddies over at Inverse Records, this this, uh, band is going to be called Godhead Machinery off their album Lined to the Grid. Um, 
What I love about these guys, their formats that they actually distribute this album in is going to be digital, vinyl, and cassette. <laughs> Bringing back those little tapes. I didn't see CD listed. <laughs> um, the release date for this is actually April 5th of 2019. So I love like having like all of like these like little sneak previews. These guys, as, a, as far as of a genre, like from Sweden, they are a black death metal band. This song is going to be called Alpha. Enjoy.
Milkshake. Hey, well, welcome back to Heavy Metal Over Six Pack Presents. Who are you? Our yeah. two contestants, Anthony oh. and Marcus. After the end of one round, Marcus is ahead. Five <laughs> to four. Now that we've killed the pterodactyls in the room, continuing. <laughs> Said that one. That one's still going. fight all right so here we are round two and the stakes are higher so i prefer my fillet low not hot the first stage name of round two is ozzy Osborne. now is ozzy osborne's real name john michael osborne oswald oswald william pennycutt Oswin Philip Osborne. Hmm. I'm going to go with uh, B. I believe it's A. Oswald. So Anthony is going with Oswald William Pennycut. Yep, that sounds British to and me. And Marcus is going with John Michael Osborne. Marcus, you are correct. Slay E becomes Slayer. There we go. I'm usually the guy asking the questions. I guess so. This is true. true. Alright. The second stage name of round two, Alice Cooper. Now, is Alice Cooper's real name Alvin Wright Fenwick, Vincent Damon Fernier, or David French Albarn? B. Vincent. So, since Anthony was, like, so enthusiastic to answer first, because I actually have no idea, <laughs> I'm going to copy Anthony and say B. Uh, I see. So, you're both going with Vincent 
Damon Fernier. As far as I'm concerned, it's Alice Cooper. You would both be correct. I remember I watched something on the other day. I remember you said Vincent. Uh, like, that's my middle name. You were so confident. We were talking. I actually think we were talking off air about this. And that's like, my you guys middle name. Like very confident. So I was like, well, I can't not go with that answer. So <laughs> maybe you should not be so enthusiastic. Just the name of the band. Uh, I guess I'll go with B. Maybe you should make Marcus. But maybe I first. should go with C. But A might be correct too. Good lord. It's a fabulous forest voice. Careful. Uh, Careful. And moving along. <laughs> Stop it. The next it. stage name we have is Ronnie James Dio. Ooh, okay. Now, is Ronnie James Dio's real name Ronald James Tyler, Ronald James Dion, or Ronald James Padavona. Or you can't say. I actually think that's uh, B as well. I believe it's A. So Anthony is going with Ronald James Tyler. And Marcus is going with Ronald James Dion. Yes. Okay. When in fact you are both wrong, it is Ronald James Padavona. I call bullshit because you couldn't pronounce the name the first time around. <laughs> I thought it was a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a, trap. It's a trap. That sounded like a trap made up name. <laughs> the me Mongolian fish water. All right, so we're, we're, we're going to metal hell. That's okay. I think that's the first but, one that uh, we I both mean, missed. I think so, yeah. Someone got Ozzy Ozzy. It is the first one that you've both missed so far. So not bad. Uh, yeah, we don't completely suck in so, life. <laughs> Not completely, just now, a little bit. <laughs> just when it matters the, the most. And just, just, to, just, to pre- just to kind of like add some uh, fuel to this fire. We have no idea what the, what what Jay is asking us. By the way, he's not like, here. We, we found we found out about this like probably like two minutes before because this is how we show prep. We had a show cur- yeah. like set up, and then we're just like, you know what? This yeah, is we better. changed it <laughs> literally for this, for this. So if you believe it's us, it's informative. Come yeah. on now. Yeah, of course it is. Like, we're, it's we're like all, reading we're Rainbow with, with music. We're all getting fun facts. Think, there is somewhere, there is bar trivia you can win with this information. That's true. Not any bar that, not many bars that I've been to. But. Yeah, well, unfortunately. You're like, oh, how many clouds are in San Francisco at 10 o'clock on an evening? Oh. Like, what the fuck? Three? The six, actually. They split up. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they gather at certain times. Like, we we attack tonight. And we digress. And then and, it rains, yeah. so. And continue. Oh, alrighty. So the next stage name is Billy Idol. Is Billy Idol's real name Billy Barty, William Broad, or William Barnaby? Actually, I actually believe it's William Barnaby. See? I'm going to follow Marcus and say Billy Idol's real name is William Broad. Well, that's a douchebag name. <laughs> I'm going to use my mulligan, well, he, and I'm going to pick he, that one. He does, <laughs> he does take lessons to keep his accent, so. I actually thought I, would. I, actually thought I heard something where, like, Barnaby like, was, like, somewhere in that vicinity, but apparently I'm just stupid. So that's okay. 
I'm, 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 hey, I, f I fell on that one, and Anthony followed me. So well, at this <laughs> at this point, I'm just appreciating that I, I have a a, tech, a a talent for giving fake names, believable fake names. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's actually good. Like I said, like I actually feel like Barnaby like was like somewhere in my in my cachet of names, my, my knowledge. So, yeah. All right, moving on. See, progressively harder. All right, and the last stage name of round two is Rob Zombie. Ooh, good one. Is Rob Zombie's real name? It's not Zombie. Robert Cumming. Robert Cummings. No, thank you. Rob Kartulaski. Or Robert Collins. Shit, is it Cummings or Collins? I believe it's Cummings. I believe it's Robert Cummings. I'm it's going C, with a. Collins. Is it? Did I just get that wrong? Mm -hmm. So, Anthony, you're picking Robert Collins. Correct. Marcus, you're picking Robert Cummings. I am. Okay. Marcus, you would be correct. I thought so. Okay. You had me. You had me questioning. Uh, you had me questioning. Uh, with, like uh, the way you answered that, I'm like, welcome. I'm like, wait, is it? <laughs> like, I'm like, I was like, it's either. I I even said it's either Collings or Cummings. I'm like, holy fuck. Wait, those are really close. Very <laughs> uh, And at the end of our second round of single artist names, the scores are Anthony six, Marcus eleven. Holy wow, shit. look at that. Amigo, pulling in the lead. Don't worry, Anthony. Don't worry, Anthony. The stakes are about to get higher, and so are the points. I'd, well, mic, I mean, I'd mic drop like a mother effer, but like these mics are on stands. They, they are attached. You cannot. <laughs> you could also you could headbutt this microphone. All right, and so we go into the band portion of round two to end out round two. Gentlemen, for round two, the band is Motley Crue. Molly Crew consists of four members. True. Names names Vince True. Neal, Tommy Lee, Mick Mars, and Nikki Six. Of the following five names, which is not one of their real names? Robert Deal, Vincent Neal Wharton, Tommy Lee Bass, Frank Ferrano. Gerald McFarland. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the last one, Gerald McFarland. Go with C. Which one was C? <laughs> the third one. The third. Ro the, the one before. Robert Deal. Robert Deal. No. Wait, no, no. Hold on. No, no, no. You're right. Robert Deal was A. Yeah. Vince Neil Wharton, Tommy Lee Bass. So Frank Ferrano. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's my. That's my. That's my. Yeah, see. So that's Marcus's guess. Marcus is guessing Frank Ferrano. And Anthony guessed Gerald McFarlane. <laughs> Anthony, you would be correct. Yeah, bitches. Gerald McFarland is not. Did a you member make of up McFarlane? Yes, I did. I know that because of the comic book friend you had. That's his name. That's the only uh, inside information. I call bullshit. That was, the, that was my I guess. I bullshit was... with that. Honestly, I was hoping Gay? that Gerald McFarlane... I was hoping that Gerald, Gerald McFarlane would throw people because, like, Tommy Lee and Vince Neil, like, they're right there. But Nick Mick Mars and Nikki Six, right. like, they just have regular names. I'm like, ooh. 
But if somebody hears McFarland, maybe they'll think M is Mars <laughs> or Mick. <laughs> this competition's bullshit. Uh-huh, see, yeah. So Anthony answered correctly. That gives Anthony up a two points. Nine hundred points. And immunity so in the next at the round. End of round two. The score is Anthony eight, Marcus eleven. Still a close lead. game, gentlemen. A close game. Uh-huh. But then. Round three just gets harder. I get that a lot. But correct answers are worth five points, gentlemen. Five points. Can I call a friend? Just call you. Hey, <laughs> you are. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, wait a minute. We both have Dan on speed. Hold on, Dan. Yeah. Hey, he's like, oh, kid. I got, I got babies. Are you drunk? <laughs> no. <laughs> Where's the baby? I put it in the fridge. Uh, I love you. No, <laughs> Dan, we love you, kid. <laughs> But seriously. Put the, f- like, the formula. That's funny because it's formula in the fridge, baby in the crib. I learned if you, fridge, if you put if you crib. put Jameson in the formula, it, it's not so bad, and it's free because it just comes out of my woman. <laughs> I just the, the the biological inaccuracies inaccuracies of all of that. <laughs> Holy shit, Dan, if you're actually listening, we love you, man. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, Give God. me some sorry. of those form- formula-producing breasts. I, uh, please ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we're moving on to round three. I think so. Please. Please. Okay. <laughs> Help. Help. Round three. We're moving on to the hard round for the last five single artists, gentlemen. Number the first. Artist's number the first name is Henry. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Henry Rollins. Is Henry Rollins' real name? Henry Garland, Henry Garfield, or Henry uh, Gilbert. I'm gonna go with B just because I'm feeling lasagna and I hate Mondays. I actually think it's A. Garland. So Marcus thinks it's Henry Garland, and Anthony thinks it's Henry Garfield. Anthony, you would be correct. I knew that fat Henry guy. Henry Rollins' real name is Henry Garfield. Plus, who the fuck wants the last name Garfield? Unless you're an orange tabby. I mean, one of the presidents, his name was Garfield. Is he still alive? Or a big fat orange uh, cartoon cat that no, I don't draw? I'll so. draw him right now. I don't think so. It's, it's Mondays. Exactly, <laughs> like lasagna, that's what I said. I knew my homie would come in for me. Fuck Heathcliff. He don't know shit. Oh, Odie. Odie, Odie, yeah. And Nermal, who we always sent to wherever. You're such a Nermal. Nermal. You're such a Nermal. Fun All fact, right, fun fact, they made uh, Garfield comics without Garfield and just made John look like a psychopath and like completely in depression because he's just talking to himself and it actually fits like disturbingly well. Yeah, sounds, sounds about right. I mean, you know. But no, no, that seems solid. <laughs> Fair point. Moving they, on. They, next, next stage name. 
Glenn Danzig. Is Glenn Dan Is Glenn Dan Glenn Danzig's <laughs> real name? Glenn Anzalone. Glenn Anatole. Glenn Montrose. We go with A. Glenn Anazole yeah. or Enzalone? Enza that one. That's Anthony's guess. Say this one more time. Glenn Enzalone. Yep. Glenn Anatole. Yep. And Glenn Montrose. I got C. Montrose. Can you use that in a sentence? <laughs> Mother. <laughs> ah, I got it. I'm still going to go Do you need it. milk or eggs? <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Danzig's real name is Glenn Anzalone. Anthony, you uh. are correct. Shit. I haven't added I haven't added them up, but Anthony is starting to pull away. These points are bullshit. That's how you no don't get No pressure, it. Marcus. No pressure. Next. Do, 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 do. For you folks from Boston, our next artist's stage name <coughs> is Steven Tyler. Is Steven Tyler's real name Steven Tartan? Ah, Steven like Tyson. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Steve Steven Tyson <laughs> or Steven Tallarico? Well, he's not Spanish. I'm going to go with B. Anthony chooses Steven Tyson. I'm so sorry, Jay. Go over this one more time. Steven Tartan, Steven Tyson, or Steven Tallarico. Okay, the other two made... I have to go B also because the other two made, feel made up. C sounds Spanish. <laughs> so you're both choosing Steven Tyson. Mm -hmm. Steven Tyler of Aerosmith. His real name is indeed... Steven Tallarico. It's fucking retarded. I hate this game. <laughs> How can you hate it? You're still winning. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden. <laughs> F. F. F is not a letter. It's an A, B, C, or D. Did you get to pick F? <laughs> all right, gentlemen. I picked the six. next. The next stage name on our list is. Eddie Vedder. Is Eddie Vedder's real name Edward Lewis? You suck. Edward Lewis Severson III. Wow. Fancy. Edwin Marlowe Jones Jr. Or Edward Francis Concord Jr. See, Edward Francis. Conquered Junior. I got B on this one. So, Anthony is choosing Edward Francis Conquered Junior, and Marcus has chosen Edwin Marlowe Jones Junior. Eddie Vedder of Pearl Jam. His real name is indeed Edward Lewis Severson the Third. Are you kid? No, that was neither of us. I don't think either of us. No. Nope. God, he sucked. And gentlemen, we are down to our last solo artist. You know, I put a whole box name. of dryer dryer sheets in the dryer by accident one day. Only once. 
That smelled real fucking good, though. <laughs> took forever to pick them all out. It was a full box. <laughs> I don't even know where to go. And our it's last more important than where you came from. It doesn't matter where you're going. Oh, good lord. Gentlemen, our last artist is King Diamond. Is King Diamond's real name Darcy Farouk Bilgenstone? God, I hope so. <laughs> For the love of God, make it, please. <laughs> Kim Bendix Peterson or Devin Lilith Rosenstein? I'm going to go with B. So, Anthony has chosen Kim Bendix Peterson. B, you're an asshole. <laughs> and Marcus has picked Kim Bendix Peterson as well. I'm still behind. In fact, okay. King, King Diamond's <laughs> real name indeed Kim Bendix Peterson. You both got that one correct, this gentlemen. Is a, we're, we're getting smart. You're wicked, wicked, fucking... <laughs> Oh, and at the end of our third round of solo stage names, Anthony has 23 and Marcus 16. Anthony has snuck up from behind, but... I can't even win, can I? Yeah, I'd, 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 lost, I'd be good Marcus. in prison sneaking up from behind like that. Ugh. All is not lost. We got some daily double bullshit going on right now. It's fucking... Not just yet. We'll do our last. We'll do the do the last band of the official game. And then we last... have a pinata filled with fire fire ants, and then whoever breaks it open loses. After they put honey on your crotch. Look, what I do in my spare time is none of your business, Jason. It's smooth, oh. and I like the smell. Oh, good lord! It's easier to butter my toast. No. Gentlemen, the last band of our regulation game is Kiss. I heard they copy shit from other bands. <laughs> now, real the stage names of the four members of Kiss are Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, and Peter Chris. Out of the following five names, which is not a member of the band. You mean Gene Simmons is not legit? Dun dun dun. <gasps> is it Eugene Simmons, Stanley Eisen, Paul Daniel Fraley, Hyam Witz, or Whites, however you want to pronounce it? Or George Chris Kuola. The one before the last one. The one you couldn't pronounce. I was say uh, Wits. Yeah. Hiam Wits or Whites? Yeah. That's the one you both believe is not a real name? Unfortunately. For lack of better term, yes. Indeed, Hiam Wits or Whites is Gene Simmons' real name. Eugene Simmons was the fake name. Silly. Well, they both suck. Suck, 
suck <laughs> and suck. So at the end of regulation, it is Anthony twenty-three, Marcus sixteen. Why didn't you go home, Paul? Are you too good for your home? Well, good for you, buddy. Suck my white ass, Paul. But wait, we have a bonus round. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I have like one last. I have one last stage name and one last band. Now, for each of these, you can choose how many points you wish to wager. Ooh. Now, are we are we? Alec, I'd like before? to risk them all. Yeah, I'll give you a save. You can wait to choose how many. You yeah, can wait I go to all in. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're both all in. Yeah. You're, even okay. I was gonna say you can wait to choose how many points you want to wager until after I tell you the name. No, fuck that. Or guy. you can do no, it now. Man, I'm gonna throw it all okay, in. Okay, you're like both going all in. All in. All in. You're both going all in. Yep. Anthony wagers 23 points. Marcus wagers 16. Yeah, write dun, that down. Write that down. <laughs> all right. So for the bonus round, bonus round, our stage name. Wait, what? What? That guy's inappropriate, Mark. <laughs> Pay attention. He's trying to talk to us. Uh, our stage name is Flea. Oh fuck! Is, I know this one. <laughs> is Flea's real name <laughs> Mitchell Parker Balzac? <laughs> Ball stack. <laughs> Michael Peter Balzery. Martin Why Paul Breyer. Why do I have a Balson? Is it for the last one? <laughs> 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 well, it's, it's like preemptive. Like you get the ball. Jay, say, say those one more time. One more time. Mitchell Parker Balzac. Yep. Michael Peter Balzery. Where the god I know this one? Martin Paul Breyer. Shit, I gotta go see. You know what? I'm going ball sack. Hey. So, Anthony has chosen Mitchell Parker Balzac. Balzac. And Marcus has chosen Martin Paul ball Breyer. You chose a ball sack. <laughs> the ball sack. <laughs> when. In fact, Flea's real name is Michael Peter Balzeri. Of course. So do we just lose? So, uh, we tied at zero? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, you have the same points. points. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't lose the points. Uh, still just, 23 to 16. Okay, we're still... Now we're moving into the last question. <laughs> which is the band. The final band that I'm going to give you four names of the members their stage names. We gotta pick the wrong one. And you know the drill. Now, in this round, once again, you get to pick how many points you wager. In this round, however, those points are doubled. All of them. Do it. All in. All righty. Take all my shit like my Our contestants wife. are both all in. They're balls deep. Yep. Inappropriate. <laughs> Our final zero. band. Two times zero is zero, bitches. Let's roll. I mean, they got four and Our final band in the bonus round, gentlemen, is the Ramones. 
rock, 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 do we want to be stage names? The stage names. I was born sedated, so it's kind of even. The stage names. Weird. Of the four members of the Ramones are Johnny Ramone, Tommy Ramone, Joey Ramone, and Dee Dee Ramone. I was like they were related. But they were not. <laughs> now, which of the following five names is not a member of the Ramones? Thomas. Erdelee, Jeffrey Ross Hyman, John William Cummings. Oh, thank you. Joe Nelson, Douglas Glenn Colvin. You got A. I'm gonna go with B. Thomas. So Marcus picks Thomas. Or Delhi, or, or how are you pronounce it? Yeah, that one. And which one did you pick? The Me, name? the second one. Jeffrey Ross Hyman. Yes. When in fact, Joe Nelson is not a member of the Ramones. That was my second guess. Does that count? So at the point? end of our game, Anthony wins twenty-three. Actually, it should be a tie, zero to zero, because we both wagered both all of our points, and neither one of us got any of those questions right. Just I never saying. said that you had. I never said that you were risking points. Yeah, whatever. Stop playing favorites, fucking Jay. I don't. Whatever. How is that favorites? I would like what to think. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Give a speech. Let me give a speech. You, you fraud. All right. So, uh, I want to say fraud. I want to say thank fraud. you. Fraud. To the uh, Marcus the is just mad because he because he fucking <laughs> the sticks in my yard because they've always been Marcus there. Marcus can't win fraud. trivia to save his life on this show. I would like to thank uh, my cat <laughs> Fraud for being soft. Fraud. Um, I would like to thank uh, these two bottle caps to my right, which I have written all the answers on, and yeah. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. They're quite large. All right, kids. Who is who is Chad Robert Turton? Shut uh, up, Jay. The uh, lead triangle player to uh, Flaw. Chad Kroger. That's Nickelback lead singer. Anthony Scott Flippin. This is inappropriate. Okay, I'm gonna interrupt this episode with Scott Stapp. more music from Inverse <laughs> Records. So weird. Okay, so no I went crazy. this release is from a band called, and I'm going to probably butcher the shit out of this, but these guys are Hit on Isle. Hit on Isle? Um, James Jewel Osterberg Jr. Iggy Pop. <laughs> this is another pre-release. These guys actually don't, um, their uh, CDs did not come out until April 14th of 2019. Um, this is coming off of Inverse Records. These guys are a death metal band out of Finland. Off of the record. I'm not I'm not quite sure. I'm so sorry. But the song that we're gonna play for you is the uh Hedonist Anthem. Enjoy. Marvin Lee a day. Meatloaf!
what's up? Hello. Hi. Hello. We got a beer review for you. I'll start. Do it. So we have, um, I got my beer from uh, Heretic. These guys are actually from the uh, the uh, the West Coast, all the way over there in the uh, the California area. This is the uh, chocolate hazelnut porter, a rich, smooth ale. A porter with natural flavors. Seven percent alcohol by volume. Um, Anthony says he may have possibly. I feel like it sounds familiar. He may have possibly like rated this, but that's okay because I have not. We can double dip. It's fine. Marcus hasn't. Anthony Floppy has. seconds. It's Marky, Marcus, Marky, Marcus. Marky, you fucking retarded? For the love of God, don't ever. Nobody ever call me Marky. I swear can to you God. You maybe small. I'll punch you in the throat. Okay, Marky. So it's cold as fuck out here, being March seventh yeah, right. or eighth or whatever it is. Seventh going into eighth. I did pay my excise tax today. Yep. Excise tax today. So yeah, I, know, it's, I know these things. And it's goddamn, it's it's cold as f. It's so cold I, as. I, I decided that like I needed like a nice, yes. a nice like heavy like maybe like a porter and uh, this is this is this is right on. Oh, it's good too. Oh yeah, heretic. Her, yeah, no, chocolate Heretic. hazelnut porter. Mm-hmm. Smooth, mm-hmm. silky, silky smooth. Mm. Four out of six. Okay. I, uh, I I went the porter route too because <laughs> evidently I've, I've gone with IPAs the past couple times. Why I torture myself? I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Uh, so <laughs> I got the uh, the Boulder Beer Company, Colorado's first craft brewery. Uh, I have a it's called the Shake Chocolate Porter. It is a dark chocolate porter with natural flavors. Which, I mean, whatever. Uh, Five point nine in the alcohol department. Uh, it is it is fairly smooth for the most part. A um, little bitterness to it. I mean, that's the dark chalk internet. Not bad overall for a porter. I would give it a four. Couple four-pointers. Super duper. Super duper. Can't go wrong with like a beer that like comes from a milkshake. No, because those are the things that bring all the boys to you, from what I understand. Right. Unfortunately, they charge you. I'm sure you had to do that. Alright, so the old saying goes, like, share, listen, repeat. Uh, we can be found on the Facebook, HMOA6PACK. We can found on the Instagram, HMOA6PACK. Yes. You'll see, uh, like, some actual, like, uh, f- photographs of, like, some stuff that we're doing and... Doing stuff. Talking about Things. and, like, whatnot. Uh, we have the, uh, the website, HMOA6PACK.com. Podomatic, P-O-D-O-M-A-T-I-C dot net. That is the central hub for all of our stuff, man. You can find, like, links. You can find the beer reviews, the featured artists, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, also, obviously, available on all of those uh, fabulous outlets. Platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. Google Tune Play. in, Google Play, and iHeart. Any of those avenues, like by all means, go check them out. Give us a review. Patreon.com forward slash HMOA six P A C K. If you want to actually like, contribute to the cause and like keep the uh, keep the podcast like rolling moving forward, and super duper events like March twenty third, Worcester, Massachusetts, at, at the the Raven. Uh, the Raven. We have like four great bands, four bands that we have been. Featured on this podcast. Yeah, we've all been there. 
uh, Frenemy, Face, Machine Gun Mayhem, and a King's Descendant. Eight bucks for four bands. Can't beat it. Nope. It's like two bucks a band. Almost. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Greg. Almost. Other than that, make sure I listen and repeat. Like I said, peace. Bye. Bye. This episode, another fun-filled day in the world of heavy metal over a six-pack. This is Anthony, Marcus, and Jay signing off. See you next time. <laughs>